I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. We're recording. Okay. Recording, everybody. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where together we'll uncover what we can learn about modern dating, love, and relationships from popular television. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And we watched episode one of And Just Like That. So we're going to talk about it. We gave it a good try. <laughs> good valiant effort it's been all over the place everybody's talking about it usually talking shit about it but we're going to yeah (laughs) there's a lot of hate watching honestly i kind of hate watching it myself but (laughs) definitely 100% it is i don't know giving us something to watch and something to talk about Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so yeah we thought we'd kind of peek in and see what's happening Mm -hmm. over there and do a cute Mm -hmm. little episode on it um Mm -hmm. so i will say for those of you who are huge fans of the show Hmm. This is yeah. a hate watch. I'm just letting this y'all know right might now. Not be for you. <laughs> I might just not. went into those comments on Instagram and I was like, "Well, <laughs> oh god." <laughs> there are people who are like diehards for this show. Like die they hards. fucking love this show. I was with one. <laughs> you were with one this week. weekend, a, Eloise. Yeah. Eloise's mom. Her mom. Oh lord. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I did the TikTok the way I did because I was okay. like, "This means something yeah. to people who are like sixty and up." Oh, okay. This is like really good quality television. Oh God, you know, okay. you know, yeah. And I'm yeah. trying to see it's representation. Names. It's providing the representation, I guess. Women of an, a certain age, a certain and age getting to be in romantic situations. Exactly. It feels like in you kind of age out of that in a way. Sadly, on TV. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And it it might even I'll get into into it in my initial thoughts, but it might even be that like um, it's like the way they're used to watching it. Mm -hmm. Like we're not we've changed the way we've watched and absorbed media so much as people who are millennials, Mm -hmm. they really haven't. Mm -hmm. You know what I like? They didn't grow up with the kind of like mushy little adaptive Mm -hmm. mind that we did absorbing from friends and laguna beach and whatever mm-hmm. the fuck else to like oh wait living single in a different world and mm-hmm. oh wait now there's youtube and now there's mm-hmm. all kinds of people i can watch yeah they didn't like grow up like that 
that. Mm, okay. So this show might feel a little it bit feels more like, oh, this is what I'm Comfort. Using. Yeah. It feels nostalgic, yeah. feels familiar, feels very comfortable for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, nonetheless, it's Second City. I will always have fun watching and talking about yes. it. Even yes. if this is not my favorite episode or season, yep. but whatever. Yep. We will chat about the ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, friends, tell me what are your initial thoughts? Yeah. What, if anything, are you interested in talking about? In, interested in? Yeah. I think it's really interesting that all these women are still very much idealized women mm. this is like idealized versions of people like okay. nicole irene Par- I parker's character yeah. that's not a real human being <laughs> that's not a real person yeah a documentarian like a super rich husband that could just write all the checks if he wanted to and then she goes to the met galas like- and she's like editing in her red lingerie yeah. and heels <laughs> These, casually like, two perfect little kids running around like eight kids know. so many kids <laughs> and they live in new york city i'm like this isn't a real person this yeah. is a What's this? person who is made up like <laughs> what mm-hmm. and for our generation maybe even the one below us x and then definitely z we need a lot more relatability than they do Mm, mm, mm-hmm. to connect to a character yeah is it because are you talking about millennials specifically like sure yeah yeah okay. we speak for us yeah because mm-hmm. we've just like been through it <laughs> like hello and so we want to see people facing relatable realistic kind of uh yeah, challenges that-, that feel familiar and you know uh yeah. relatable i guess to us watching yeah and yeah. i think we're we're like you said, I think we're sick of the bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think we're like really tired of this being the goal. Like Nicole, yeah. Parker, Parker. we're like, yeah. we're never going to hit that. Actually. Right. <laughs> like, so- show me the financial path of getting that in New York City. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah. I don't see it. How? Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. That's a yeah. good point. I think that could be why like broad city for instance was such a huge mm, show when it was on particularly with yes. our age group because it was yes. like watching two regular degular broke ass hustling ass women in new york trying to make it mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. all the funny kind mm-hmm. of like chronicles of the day-to-day of trying yeah. to be yes. a young creative or whatever trying to find yes. a job yeah and yeah. a, a hit in a way that sex in the city or and just like that now just isn't really hitting for us no and i i am struggling to wonder why it's hitting for an older generation yeah interesting but i think it's because they think of these diverse storylines as ones that should be eight lines long like they don't think Mm. an eating disorder storyline should be any longer than one scene then they're over yeah Yeah. (laughs) like they don't want to hear about that god yeah so or blackness right like in the episode two they talk a lot about nicolari parker and her husband they talk a lot about blackness in that episode and it's Mm. wrapped up in this bow that i'm like what the fuck is this oh god like yeah a lot of glossing over wrote this yeah (laughs) like Mm. yeah it was like really bad Mm. i was like okay and i don't mind a fluffy storyline like i just said on instagram like i remember the senator who wanted to pee on her i remember that episode that was a great episode yes <laughs> God right <about> yeah <laughs> like really good fluffy pieces i don't mind fluffy shows like that but mm-hmm. i don't think these storylines are fluffy yeah 
They're just not real. <laughs> They're just not real. <laughs> They're just not real. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it is. I think uh, it's it's very realistic for a senator to want to pee on you and you're like, fuck, let me just try this one more time because he got a little money. <laughs> and, then, and then you try it and then you're like, yeah, fuck it, I can't. I That's can't. realistic. So mm-hmm. it's funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just how Broad City, it was funny that she missed a package and that was an entire episode <laughs> that she had to go to Brothers Island to go get, get the, the package. package. <laughs> oh, That's my favorite episode. <laughs> it's such a good one. Mm-hmm. Such a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, but these kinds of storylines that are about diversity need to last a little longer. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> That's what makes it hard for me to watch. It's like these yeah. very like, this is the queer moments. We're oh going to talk God. about this. This is the, oh, you know, the yeah. moment where Charlotte's trans daughter or trans yeah. daughter, and <laughs> yeah. they're going to have a moment. And it's like, yeah. oh my God, it just feels so forced and obvious. Oh, and yes, like someone like way older than us wrote it right and didn't have any like youth in the room to maybe consult or make it feel less wedged into the story right hopefully that makes sense right but that's the whole episode and that's the whole episode (laughs) (laughs) oh god they trying yo they're really trying really trying i want them to have a light fluffy stupid white woman storyline so bad <laughs> so bad on this show that's why i watch that's shows why we're like watching this those. one yeah yeah Ugh, so that's just really upsetting <sighs> yeah this whole show just feels very like i'm a girl boss but like i'm 60 mm-hmm. and i don't love it <laughs> you know damn yes, i do know oh man <sighs> um but I think that the representation of Miranda, I think, is actually, like, pretty accurate. Like, I think her storyline, as much as I miss Steve, I'm like, she kind of would act like this. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) You know? Seems pretty on par. Yeah. You know? Seems pretty. Mm -hmm. Seems pretty accurate. Mm. Um. And that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all I got. Okay. So, that's, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I thought it, it just feels very thin. I feel like mm. for this first episode, the main objective for the episode was actually to just have a Met Gala episode. Like, that was the actual objective mm-hmm. of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. It's like, we know y'all are here. We know some of y'all are here for the fashion, so let's just give it to them. Let's give them a whole fashion episode. Let's keep yeah. everything super light. Mm-hmm. Um, which is just just feels a bit annoying and lazy and doesn't draw me in to watch more. I'd rather watch the reruns. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The whole time I was like, okay, this is the Met Gala episode. That's why yes. I'm here because nothing else is yes. giving. <laughs> I'm I'm waiting till the end to see their outfits. They're not even trying to give me much. You know what I mean? I do. So that was a little annoying. Um, and I know that's a mm-hmm. common. The writing being very thin is like a common mm-hmm. uh, criticism I see a lot of people giving mm-hmm. for the show. Um, mm-hmm. I do like seeing Carrie post big mm-hmm. trying to have like a casual little fling mm. or something and like mm-hmm. her being very steadfast in that like he's trying to make it more and she's like no I just want yeah. to keep it casual. I like that for her yeah. character although I know 
Aiden comes back later. I've seen that in the, you know. Um, but I loved, I loved early days Carrie when, she, when Big was in and out yeah. of the picture, but it was basically just yeah. Carrie in these streets dating. Yeah, yeah. The center that peed on her, the posters got like, yeah, that's what I liked. Yeah. That's what we really liked about the show. Just watching Carrie mm-hmm. date a bunch of different dudes. Um, so I'm excited to see, well, I don't know if I'm keeping up with the show, but <laughs> that that's yeah. how they're starting mm-hmm. with her journey post Big is just going to be Carrie just trying to do casual, um, mm-hmm. and kind of get, you know, her uh what do you call it her groove back i guess <laughs> oh my god i guess so i guess <laughs> <laughs> um okay what i'm excited to talk about so this was a question that they posed in the show it was on her podcast mm. actually mm-hmm. when and how do you know when a situation is mm. turning from casual to relationship mm-hmm. so i want to mm-hmm. talk about that what we think by the end um, and then another question I have, and I definitely want your input, friend. Can you have something casual with a work colleague? Or oh. does it eventually <laughs> have to turn serious? <laughs> Which for those who don't know, we will remind you, Justine's well, boyfriend of mad years is yeah, work, be three next week. Be three yeah. years is her work colleague that turned into something serious. Uh, but can you is it possible to have something casual with a work colleague without Mm. it turning serious Mm. i want to really think about that (laughs) that's what carrie's trying to do and i'm like is that real can you do that i don't know (laughs) um so anyways excited to dive into that um Mm -hmm. but first i will say shout out to simone biles Shout out to Simone Biles. Shout out to taking your mental health seriously yeah. for two years and then coming back and being the baddest bitch. <laughs> Continuing to be the baddest bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just mm-hmm. won her eighth uh, U.S. Woo! championship. She mm-hmm. is making history. She eclipsed somebody from 1933 who had won seven. 33? 1933, my friend. Who... That's how long we've been doing gymnastics for. Oh, yeah. Gymnastics is one of the oldest wow. Olympic sports. Wow. Um, that person had seven, Alfred Joaquim, I think. He had seven uh, championship oh, wow. wins, yep. And Simone just got her eighth, making her the most winning <laughs> champion. The most decorated most, gymnast yeah, ever. Ever. And she yep. also became the oldest woman to win a U.S. gymnastics title at the age yeah. of 26. 26. Which yeah, 26 like is kind of, yeah, that's kind of yeah. old for gymnasts. Yeah. That just be started at like 13, 14. Remember that, that, um, oh my God. Remember that, that Olympics they had the, I think it was the Chinese team. And those girls mm-hmm. look like they were oh like well, yeah. they were like literally yeah. testing them because they were yeah. they looked like elementary school children. <laughs> like, yep. And so, yeah. tw- and I remember that last Olympics. There was a twenty-four-year-old mm-hmm. who the whole team called her grandma. <laughs> yeah. <You're> like grandma, <laughs> like, grandma, Allison. Oh here. my god! And she was like five-four, and she looked like fucking LeBron James, like, <laughs> huge oh, compared to them. <laughs> Because they're very petite. Some of them are really, really petite. I mean, Simone is, you know, she's stacked. Yeah, Simone is so tiny. So yeah. tiny, but she's, like, powerful. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Yeah, she's the oldest woman to win the U.S. Chat title, 26. Um, and then other, th- there's another black gymnast, Shalice Jones, who came second. Oh. I saw some oh. picture where I was like, I know we did not just sweep one, two, and three. 
but it was it was for like the floor routine it was simone oh, shalice and some other homegirl i said yeah. okay and then for the whole all around it's simone black girl shalice uh-huh. black and then wow. and uh leanne wong who's asian Oh, so we just out here, POCs well, just whipping uh-huh. everything up. Yep, I love, love it. it. Women of color. <laughs> I love okay. it. Yes. Because I will never love forget, it. I used to be obsessed with um, Dominique Muciano and Dominique Dawes, mm. I think their names mm-hmm, were. Mm-hmm. Remember that like 1996 mm-hmm. like Olympic yep. team? Sure do. Oh my yep. God, I love them. The two mm-hmm. little brown ones. And now yeah. Simone's just eating up everything. It's like the default. It's man. the default, right? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, love to see it so mm-hmm. shout out to her black uh like i was gonna say black excellence but i don't remember what's his name from martha's vineyard told me i can't say that no more oh christ <laughs> preston oh preston god. said we can't be saying black excellence <laughs> god i don't know what to call this then just excellence pure excellence yes, yes. <laughs> oh god um oh, what else is happening friend there's one more thing i forgot to tell you and yeah. I, i'm so excited to tell you oh, today um do you remember that podcast and i currently now am blanking on their name and i want to call them the fast and furious podcast but that's not their name oh the guys you know who i'm talking about though fab the guys or something fit and fab, fab fit fun you know a terrible male podcast yes terrible terrible mm-hmm. male podcast they were to the point where they're paying girls to fly out to sit there and degrade them and tell yeah them and tell them how they're gross or whatever yeah <laughs> they have an a, a, a university where they tell you how to go up to a girl and buy her a drink mm-hmm. you know like things that they're extremely exploitative extremely yeah. like mlm level exploitative people these are mm. Just got kicked out of the YouTube partner program. Congratulations. Oh. You played yourself. Nothing. Damn. Yep, oh, wow. Out of here. Yep. Why did they say like officially what? You know what? They didn't say I actually didn't listen, didn't care to, didn't <laughs> want to. But mm-hmm. I know that they, as a podcast, as an entity, were reporting people who were doing their same content and trying to get them off of the partner program Hmm. so they were kind of going after their competitors competitors. and then trying to get them off so that they were the only ones like making the most money who has time for that who has time to sit in your day to go look for competitors and report them that sounds like such a waste of time such a waste of time stay in your lane worry about yourself oh god just worry about yourself and if other people start something that's the same thing as you there's more than one dollar to go around to go around everybody will be okay wow so i know that they were and in that you draw attention to yourself mm-hmm. you know what i mm-hmm. mean like you draw attention to your content of course so i don't know why youtube decided listen this is inappropriate for you all to be making money off of this Damn. video content uh-huh. and you are kicked off of the program oof so i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do i don't know how much they make off of other streams of mm-hmm. income because I have never seen anybody walk around with that merch. So <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that little university they got. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I think it's interesting. really interesting. They had a very, very emotional episode. <laughs> like when he talked to the YouTube partner program, one of them got up and left. Oh and my God. Tiny shorts. So everybody was like, not having his poom poom shorts. <laughs> 
Oh God! Oh, I wish I remember their name. Fit and Fu- me too. Fit and Furious that- or Fast <laughs> and Fit. <laughs> Somebody write in the comments. Fresh and Fit. Fresh and Fresh Fit. And That's fit. What Fresh and Fit. Oh my God! We blocked them from memory because they are terrible. Exactly. They're so <laughs> awful. They're awful. Terrible. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, yeah. best of luck to them. Best of luck. You know. Best. That of seemed luck. like a great ride. Mm-hmm. That seemed like a great ride for a long time. Just shit all over black women for yeah. years and right. Build a platform dollars. on that. Mm-hmm. Build a platform on flying girls out. Yeah. Who are these girls? First of all, that's a whole other thing. They. Uh, Wheezy from Horrible Decisions was like, they tried me and I almost screenshotted and put it on Instagram. <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> they she reached out to her. Yeah, they oh, reached out please. to her and they were like, we can fly you out. She was like, first of all, bitch, nigga, I own a studio. <laughs> right, a get out of here. Fly me out where, nigga? To do what? what? Oh, please. Oh my God. I don't need your fucking little flight money, your little oh, Spirit God. Airlines. Money, I guess nigga. that's what they find get girls who are here. like, ooh, I'm getting flewed out. I'm getting to be on a podcast. I'm like, I get to be visible, right? Visible. There's a lot of people that watch them. Yeah. Yeah. They got a huge you know? audience. Yeah. 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 So I want to be on Instagram. I want to be on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Great marketing tactic for OnlyFans. Oh, All of them God. niggas would pay. Yeah. For that's individualized true. porn to yeah. be sent to them. Yeah. That's true. Every last one of them. So. But to build a whole platform. And that's your to model. To like fly in mm. these like mid range content creators like small to mid-range because i don't imagine i don't know i have no idea who these girls are that are sitting there i don't i I imagine they don't have hundreds of thousands i feel like why would you go on yeah you wouldn't yeah you would be the purpose of that so they find this little sweet spot of girls who have like 30k to 40k or whatever the hell even (laughs) that even that seems low or maybe they're yeah maybe they're 30k and they're sex workers is is that maybe yeah yeah okay yeah yeah yeah. okay okay i see yeah yeah, they just built their platform around that flying yeah. these girls in to then ask them these ask nine questions and make them look <laughs> stupid and i just very bizarre fucking weird yeah. the male podcast sphere is a very 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 strange place <laughs> it's a very sad place to be very very weird very place sad. to be oh my god i don't think call her daddy has ever been demonetized yeah. you know yeah. Horrible decisions is demonetized, but they have always been demonetized. Like they on uh, YouTube at least. Oh, they are. Like, I didn't know. Yeah, that. they don't make any money because they they talk about sex. They talk so openly, very openly about it. Yeah, yeah. So they like that's not their vibe. Thing. But everybody just keeps making more money in the female podcast space, right? Everybody just keeps growing. It just keeps growing. Even better so if you're getting removed so... from partner platforms. <laughs> a major probably the number one media company out right now (laughs) youtube yeah maybe not doing something right you know (laughs) jesus Woo. Mm. yeah Mm. Yeah. um another thing i wanted to speak about Mm. i finished the nini interview with uh oh my god carlos king i finished it before it went away so i don't even have notes or anything about it and then i started his interview with kenya which came afterwards yeah watch part yeah, one not yeah. part two um, getting them yeah but highly recommend a listen if you're a housewives fan or mm-hmm. if you love atlanta or <laughs> carlos king whatever he's an ex mm-hmm. produ- ex bravo producer housewives producer mm-hmm. worked for mm-hmm. years on atlanta mm-hmm. among other things mm-hmm. on bravo um and so he's like in there with nini and ken like he's legitimately friends with them um yeah. and sits down has like very open mm-hmm. candid 
um, conversations with them. But the Nini one is really interesting because she hasn't really, she doesn't do a lot of interviews and she's currently in a lawsuit against Bravo and Andy. She's still in it? As far as that, it sounds like from the, from the interview. Um, so she doesn't talk a whole lot about what's been going on with her and whatnot, but, um, he, I like it. Like he, he knows these people, they trust him. So Nini's just like Mm. opening up and talking and whatnot and same for Kenya. Um, but I like how he does the interview. Like he literally, he's like, all right, let's go back to season one. And he talks about like how all the women were cast and like Mm -hmm. each season, what happened to Kim and then Sheree left. Like they literally walk through each season and then we get Mm -hmm. to like season six i think they called it which was like the dream the team that was like the all-star yeah. that was portia that was nini mm-hmm. that was cynthia phaedra phaedra and candy candy yeah mm-hmm. and then marlo was a friend yeah. so that was like oh, the dream man. team yo and that was yeah one of the highest rated seasons of bravo housewives like ever yeah ever it was that season yeah. of atlanta um but yeah, one thing I guess I'm trying to remember everything I remember. But one thing I remember, and again, this is Nini. I don't know; she could be lying about all this shit. But this is from her point of view: is that she really was trying to. She wanted to make a good show, and she wanted everybody to mm, get money. So mm, she's like, mm, mm-hmm. "I'm not trying to on the low fire people. Get like all these narratives that girls yeah, like. You're like, you trying to get yeah. me fired? You this what?" She was like, right. I'm trying to create the best show so that we all could eat. So we all can make exactly. good money. Not just me, yep. all of yeah. us. Because yeah. the bigger the show is, the more money we can all make. Like, all make. Yep. And so she, just little insider stuff that she was talking about. Um, I remember there was a scene... I think her name is Claudia Jordan, I want to oh say. Oh, my God. Yes, a famous person. Very yep. famous mm-hmm. person. She was like a friend of... And yeah, there's like a yep. infamous, there's so many memes from this fight between her and Nini, where her and Nini were just going oh. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And Nini said Claudia okay. was like her her best battle, I guess, <laughs> because oh. she oh, made it really okay. hard for her. Um, oh. But how Nini told production, like, y'all should hire Claudia like yeah 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 and they ended yeah. up hiring I forget who they ended up hiring instead. she did she she was on for two seasons I think though Claudia I remember seeing her not as a housewife on, as, a as a friend of friend as of. a friend of yep. but mm-hmm. Nini was trying to push for her to get a peach to be a, a actual yeah. housewife and instead somebody else got hired I don't remember who mm-hmm. um but she was like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I don't, I don't really fuck with Claudia, whatever, yeah. but she was going to be good TV. Yeah. We yeah. were going to have great right. dynamics, but right. she's like, people don't right. see that stuff and people don't talk about that mm. stuff. They just talk about, so it was interesting. And I, I mean, she could be lying, but I was picking up what she was putting down Yeah, because yeah. she is, she is definitely <laughs> one of the most successful house. I mean, she was on Broadway. She was on. Definitely fucking yeah. glee or whatever the hell that other show that she was on like yeah whatever the ryan murphy <laughs> the show ryan was. murphy yeah. yeah she was doing ryan murphy <laughs> shit like yeah. nini was mm-hmm. out here mm-hmm. so she you know figured out how to navigate in a way um mm-hmm. but yeah highly recommend it's like two parts mm-hmm. it's on youtube mm-hmm. it's in a studio mm-hmm. looks pretty and everything like that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he sits down with her for like damn near two hours you just get all yeah. kinds of bravo tea and housewives tea and particularly of the of that Atlanta housewives, but they talk about Bravo in general as well. Just cool. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. And then yeah, I'm working on the Kenya one next. Oh, okay. Kenya's a wild one. 
She is. She, I, I've she never is been a huge crazy. Kenya fan personally. I think Kenya's great for the show. Great for the show. I'm not personally. Not personally. A huge fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same with Nini. Yeah. Nini personally, it was not a Nini. Oh, fan. really? I love Nini. What? Love Lenithia Lee. Love her. <laughs> <laughs> I think I prefer there's more of a realness to her than Kenya to me, I think. Yeah. So I kind yeah. of I I could see that. I, I see what you're talking about, but Mm-hmm. I um for the show for show purposes I loved Nini when she was on mm-hmm. um but um yeah he's getting into it with Miss Kenya honey mm-hmm. and Kenya's on now with this horrendous cast she's on this horrendous cast she's basically talking about how horrendous the cast is she, <laughs> yeah. I know she I heard her say like I watched it and I I thought it was boring yeah and how I'm a flaming narcissist and mm-hmm. like i am bored i'm bored myself. but also she's kind of like checked out herself like i'm not watching this yeah. season but it seems as if like this season she is it feels very like one foot in one foot out basically wow damn because she's like these people are like trying too hard and <laughs> who wants to be yeah. with that yeah and mm-hmm. it's not interest and they're not friends i will never forget watching the first episode of this season mm-hmm. and seeing sheree talk to kim and lisa Wu brought them back for lunch oh god <laughs> out the house yard house by the graveyard mm-hmm. and sheree was like did you guys know i'm a grandmother we can't do this <laughs> Wait, we what? cannot do this they have to be friends first yeah i'm not watching this. i'm not watching this like, yeah i can't watch this yeah. how do you not know your friends are grandmother they're not friends that is impossible. they're not friends yeah please everyone on earth has seen my niece because mm-hmm. of who my mother like <laughs> come on yeah oh my god yeah the chemistry is totally off mm-hmm. totally totally off yeah i can't watch that Mm-mm. um but yeah it's interesting yeah kenya was even talking about her her journey to becoming a housewife too like she was in la doing like movie production or something like that oh shit oh okay. um, oh you know kenya has like a production company i don't know what movies, sure. movies are. <laughs> <laughs> you look oh, her up BT it's like film producer girls. yeah <laughs> tv one exclusive yeah it's a tv yeah. one exclusive uh-huh. girl uh-huh. oh god but yeah she like moved to she moved to atlanta she was trying to look for something just different whatever mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. um somehow she got introduced and they were looking for new housewives or whatever and so okay. she was kind of like auditioning quote-unquote for the show yeah. which means they were basically yeah. just like filming her life for a little bit and filming her oh. like go to lunch with portia and just kind of like seeing her dynamic but she said she mm. wasn't paid for any of that I think Nini oh. agreed too. Like those opening, Uh-oh. like they were paid little to nothing for Uh-oh. those like opening, uh, kind of like the audition moments, which they ended right. up using. They use a lot of that using. footage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, no. And yeah, how she yeah filmed a bunch and then they weren't giving her a yes or no. And then finally she was like, I'm either in or not because I'm not filming anymore yeah. with you guys. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. Um, and then eventually she signed on or whatever. okay interesting yeah just getting the back like a bts view of housewives like i don't really listen to a lot of housewives um podcasts or i'm sure people get this otherwise or other Mm -hmm. elsewhere but anyways speaking of Mm -hmm. housewives on patreon we are going to be talking about real house of new york we got a oh new... my god this week was great i didn't watch <laughs> sundays yet 
Okay. Yesterday's. Yeah. I haven't watched that. Yesterday's. Yeah. But we caught okay. up. We will be talking it, talking about it mm-hmm. on Girl What You Watching, dropping on Friday mm-hmm. on Patreon. Um, and then yeah, the ultimatum. We're also covering the ultimatum. Yes. Marry yes. or move on, season two. Also on mm-hmm. Patreon, dropping on Wednesday. Um, so yeah, if you want to hear any of that, if you want to listen to this mm-hmm. exact episode ad-free or you want to watch us on video, mm-hmm. head on over to Patreon. We do tons of bonus content. It's a great time. Patreon.com slash two black girls one rose. You can try mm-hmm. out a Patreon membership with a seven-day free trial. So you can get a full yep. week of all this goodness and then decide if you want to mm-hmm. stay or go. Shout out to the Rose Garden. We love you guys. Love you. Our Liddy Five Liddy Patreon community. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Please, if you haven't already, patrons or not, head on over to Apple Podcasts, yes. to Spotify, hit the five star rating because we're mm-hmm. fab, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then write up a nice little review. Really appreciate yes, that. Please. It helps us with the yep. search algorithms, whatever, whatever, on podcasts. Um, and then yeah, find us on Instagram, TikTok, tags in your story, shares the world, all that good mm-hmm. stuff. Okay, yep. Justine, do we have any lovely church yes. announcements? I am so excited about this church announcement oh. that we have. Okay. It was appropriate for Jay. The other ones would be tomorrow. Okay. Shout out to Casey, who emailed us yes. about um, having uh, home ec back in schools and mm-hmm. how it should be. So. A lot of people emailed us, actually, or not emailed us, but uh, Instagram messaged us and was like, I took home ec. Cool. <laughs> yeah. da, da, da. What Which age so are cool. these people, though? I'm curious. Ah, uh, true. They're probably true, our age. True, we true, all true. took home ec. Yeah. I don't know if the younger yeah. ones are, though. Yeah. yeah. And I went to all girls school at the time when I would have taken home ec and mm-hmm. didn't. And I think it's really mm-hmm. fucking weird mm-hmm. to have an all girls school with no home ec. <laughs> no home ec. Of any strange. place. If any place was anywhere. Gonna have it. Damn. Wouldn't it be there? I, I couldn't. I don't know. Mm. Um, but Casey is a poultry farmer who majored in poultry science because you guys are fucking cool. (laughs) And she said, she talked about how she goes to the farmer's markets and washes the chicken. She goes to the uh, regular Purdue and washes that chicken. Ain't no difference between two of them. Just buy what you can. Mm -hmm. I mean, Casey was going off. Going off. (laughs) It was like uh, one paragraph, but it was like two sentences because she was just going off. (laughs) Casey, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And for all the other therapists who emailed us, I'm going to be talking about your email tomorrow. Somebody who is a department chair at a clinical psych school oh. and head of diversity and inclusion emailed <laughs> us. We have the coolest we fucking do. people in here. If you haven't joined Patreon yet, I know. We have the coolest people ever. We really in this do. Community. I am so, so thankful for you guys. Yes. You guys are so dope. Yeah, so thank you so much. And educating us on mm-hmm. some of the craziness we'd be talking about. <laughs> so <laughs> lovely. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's church announcement. Nice. Okay, mm-hmm. should we dive into this recap? Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, okay, so quickly, last season on Just Like That. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big died. Everybody knows that. Yep. Carrie, she had to move on. Um, all the yeah. ladies are back except Samantha. Mm-hmm. Charlotte looks busted. Sorry, just have to say. Stop. <laughs> Carrie is a podcaster, so that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Charlotte has a new black best friend. Her name is Lisa Todd Wexley. Uh huh. Played by uh-huh. Nicole Ari Parker, who's one of the most uh-huh. beautiful women. 
on I planet mean, Earth? <laughs> it's yeah, it's a little outrageous. It's a little outrageous. I was looking at her and I was like, "This is just not fair." Pissed off. This is just. This is just not. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know if she's using one of them rolly tools that Tracy Ellis Ross uses. I'm sure. Yeah. She's been rolling her butt. Mm-hmm. I need to get one of those. Her Maybe face, her body, this. everything about her. Is, she's just what is a phenomenally beautiful looking woman. Yeah. Um. Anyways, she plays Lisa Todd Wexley, who is a documentarian slash mm-hmm. like she's on the Vogue's best dress list. She's married to some yeah rich guy, I guess. Yeah, philanthropist. Mm-hmm. I'm sure mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Miranda also has a new black bestie. Uh huh. Everybody has their new minority bestie. Ooh, I can't. <laughs> that was my issue with season one. I was like, I cannot. Yeah. Yeah. They're clearly like assigned mm-hmm. a bestie. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that Miranda would be best friends with this person if she had the amount of microaggressions that I saw in the first In the first. Uh, exactly. Miss Professor Nia Wallace would not be sitting here friends with this woman. So that already nope. doesn't even feel anyways um and another thing sorry we talk mm-hmm. a lot about mm-hmm. <laughs> representation and wanting mm-hmm. to see representation mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. with sex in the city like sometimes it's okay just give me the white people just so give me these okay. these older white women doing what they doing in yep. new york that's what i tuned mm-hmm. in for i don't mm-hmm. need miranda mm-hmm. to have a black bestie it doesn't even make sense to me <laughs> you know what i mean nope and I just nope. feel weird about that character now because she feels right. like she was written in to be the black character right. because we didn't have enough when the show was on. You know, it's right. like they're trying to right their right. wrongs from the past. And it's like, it is what it is at yeah. this point. It's like, it's a white ass show for white ass women. And I love it just the same. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Like Succession, like uh, Ruth, mm-hmm. the writer at Huffington Post was mm. like, we don't need no goddamn black succession. <laughs> succession is a white ass story yes. for white ass people. White ass and people. that is just fine. That's fine. That's fine. It's okay. So some about it here just feels like, ugh, feels forced and I'm not into it. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, Carrie, she, sell, she sells the apartment season one or she's trying to sell yeah. the apartment? I think she sells the apartment. She and moves back into her old apartment. Moves back into her old place. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Her real estate agent is a woman named Seema. Seema, Indian. (laughs) All the new women are women of color. Happy to see these women working, but just yeah, feels odd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Miranda has fully cheats on Steve. Poor Steve. They made Steve <laughs> deaf, blind, and fucking hell and hell out here. And he got cheated on by Miranda with a woman and she divorces him. Why did all of that have to happen to Steve in season one? My and goodness. And she then moves to, to LA, LA with the chip. Like non-binary Mexican American. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. It's so forced, bro. It's too it's much. It's so forced. It's and just Steve a lot. Steve is just here looking like one of them hound dogs with long ears. <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> I'm just Steve. I'm just Steve. Why they do what Steve so dirty? Oh my God. <laughs> Huh. So that's what's happening, Miranda. Charlotte, mm-hmm. Charlotte's same thing, you know, same, same. Yeah. Charlotte's daughter uh-huh. identifies as trans. Got One it. of her daughters. Okay. 
Because she has yeah. the Asian daughter that she adopted that yes. we remember. Yes. And then yes. she has another daughter that I think goes by the name Rex or Rocky or something. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, gotcha. So that's what's okay. going on with Charlotte, which, of course, Charlotte, she's like the prissy Upper East Side. Let's give her yeah. the Asian daughter and then the trans, like, give her yep. everything in yep. one. Not mad at it. Honestly, mm-hmm. I kind of don't mind watching this dynamic. I don't either because Charlotte always centralized family. So I mm-hmm. don't mind that like her family's mm-hmm. a little like off the beaten path mm-hmm. a little bit than she thought she would. Than she thought she would, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um and then yeah, we end the season. Carrie gets her own podcast um mm-hmm. called Sex in the City, obviously. <laughs> um <laughs> and she has a new hot little boot thing named Franklin, who is her podcast producer. <laughs> he's hot yeah he is he's a hot little guy i I was very confused about how old he was and it was very distracting i didn't know Mm. if he was like 31 or 60 yeah i think he's like 60 or 60 okay like in his 50s he's like a hot older guy 50s yeah but he's not like salt and pepper his hair is like pretty black but then his hair i mean his face to me i see age yeah yeah Yeah. looks a little weathered weathered but but in the best way possible he's hot yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. um okay so that was season one so we're jumping in and we pick up the season mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and we open up with everybody's having sex <laughs> like, yeah everybody's ex- entering a room mm-hmm. in presenting themselves mm-hmm. in lingerie mm-hmm. as if they are um marilyn monroe jumping out of a cake mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And this to me is, I was like, okay, we're still doing like idealized versions of people. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. It's like everybody in cool negligees going to bed. Um, we see Miranda in LA. She's going in the pool mm-hmm. with Che, moved in mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social Mm. media. Just the over-accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, Mm -hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even gonna lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming Mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help, from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp.com slash 2bg1r need to see charlotte riding harry definitely not didn't need to see miranda having her titties sucked by che no (laughs) no i could have just used them walking in and i'm like all right they're gonna have sex i don't know if i needed to see harry you know, you know who I, I didn't definitely need to hear. You want to talk about somebody looking weathered? Good God! Oh, oh man! Yeah. I was like, damn, Harry, that is—he's striking. I know he's striking. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't he have enough money to look better? No. This is like really weird. Um, yeah, I didn't, but it's representation. There's representation. The yeah, I have to remind mm-hmm. myself. And you mm-hmm. made a good point. Like this is for women of a certain age. Women who are Carrie's and or Sarah Jessica Parker's and you know mm-hmm. insert name the actress's age. This is probably really refreshing to watch, yeah. yep. and to see them like, oh, she looks good. Oh my god, I love this little outfit. Like, yeah, it's probably yeah. doing something yeah. for women of that age to watch this. Mm-hmm. You know, um, okay, so Carrie, she's in bed with Franklin, her podcast dude. Mm-hmm. They're talking about cooking and whatnot but she's saying she's mm-hmm. a boss bitch so she hasn't ever made time to learn how to cook mm-hmm. um while that's that stupid conversation is happening Seema calls her <laughs> sorry <laughs> like, reading my notes like okay yeah they were talking about eggs that was it okay yeah. next so Seema yeah. <laughs> calls her and they want to talk about the Met Gala so they're all going uh-huh. to the Met Gala so now I'm like alright this uh-huh. is the Met Gala episode nice yes um charlotte pops by with her dog and meets franklin on his way out so Mm -hmm. that was like a little Mm -hmm. moment um Mm -hmm. people popping in without announcing they're coming email two black girls one rose at gmail.com is that a door yeah (laughs) why would you do that to me like new york Please. city maybe if you live in like a small town and everybody kind of leaves their door open type of thing you pop over yeah but we all have cell phones now we give each other heads up like i don't know that was just weird <laughs> just a weird thing and that was so weird especially in new york city because we're never alone so if i'm by myself mm-hmm. vibing mm-hmm. don't come over here unannounced yeah Please. I'm by myself for the first time in two weeks. Right. I'm enjoying this. Can you not? Yeah. Can you not? Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah. Charlotte pops up on Carrie and then, yeah, they go for a walk and Carrie fills her in on homeboy from work. They kissed in the elevator for the first time and now they're just kind of like sleeping together and whatever. Um, Loved Carrie's little jumpsuit, I will say. I have to say, I am loving Carrie's fashion. Yeah. I loved this, this one. It's pretty good. This one was like a white, like doily jumpsuit. I just bought a white mm-hmm. doily top. I haven't worn it yet. You did? I did. Oh, so fabulous. it was giving me, I was like, oh, I made a good choice. Carrie's wearing yeah. it. So I can whip out my doily <laughs> shirt. <laughs> one of your fashion icons. Uh, yes. You as an HBO lead, 
Loki is your fashion. Thank you, Issa and Carrie. <laughs> yes, let's clash the print. Let's wear shit that looks yeah. weird. Let's yeah. <laughs> wear green bra. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um. Anyways, um, Lisa Nicole Ari Parker's character, mm-hmm. gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Loved this outfit. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite outfit of the episode. I think she was oh, wearing really? like this Ankara fabric, but it was like bubbled and sheer which i've not never really seen usually african prints are like very thick oh like okay. opaque yeah, almost yeah, yeah. this had like a yeah, sheerness yeah. to it i was like oh i love that mm. um and then she had this like bright pink tie front skirt and then the green mm-hmm. geometric tote it was like a whole look i loved it loved mm. it loved it um anyways she's getting ready for work uh, her kids mm-hmm. are bothering her she's trying to do yep. work and then her husband comes in just kind of showing her like very busy life of being a mother mm-hmm. and working um and her husband's like oh like you don't have to go to that meeting like cancel the meeting i'll just write a check yeah in front of the daughter in front of the daughter that's true the daughter was there that's why that's mm-hmm. why she acted like that because mm-hmm. she was in front of her daughter and she was like you we sending this kid to this fifty two thousand dollar year private school for you to tell me in front of her mm-hmm. that you could just write the check right they might as well send this little girl to ps 118 what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> Right. <laughs> exactly. Do that in front of my baby. Right. You know? Trying to. That's a good point. Paying. Trying um, to undercut yeah. me. Paying yeah. all this money to go teach her some values and how to be a strong, independent girl, just to have her dad tell the mom, just write. I'll just write a check. It's all good. I'll just write a check. Mm-mm. Oh my. Nice. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And then, anyways, Miranda's in L.A. because Che mm-hmm. is filming a pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so mm-hmm. while she's there, she's FaceTiming with Professor Naya, her alleged mm-hmm. new bestie. <laughs> <laughs> I already know a professor named Naya Wallace. <laughs> we got two black ass names, Naya and Wallace. Yeah, Wallace. Yeah, true. It's not going to be besties with Miranda, who showed up yeah. to her class first day from episode one, season one. Yeah. And you, as you said, use every microaggression in the book against her. She's not going to turn oh, around now, this professor, and be besties with this woman. So already, I just like I can't even suspend my just like my I belief. I can't suspend the belief because <laughs> I'm not that far away from Naya, right? Like we're like age wise, yeah. we're not that far no. away from this lady. So I'm like, I wouldn't. I want to be friends with her. Fifty <laughs> nine year old lady who left her husband and moved to L A. Right. Who was in my class? Mm-hmm. Am I doing that? Was shot kind of shenanigans. Oh, I can't. Oh, um, but anyways, what's going on with her is her husband is on tour. Yeah, because he's yeah. a musician, and so they're kind of like estranged now. And she's kind of home, just like sulking, basically. So Miranda's trying to like encourage her, go out, go out. Mm-hmm. Um. So, anyways, Met Gala is happening. So all the ladies are trying to get their mm-hmm. plans together. Um. Mm-hmm. Carrie is out with her ex co-host. That Asian mm-hmm. guy who I meant to look up his name. Yes. Funny. I as meant hell. to look up his name too because he is funny he's as funny shit. He's funny as shit. Bro, he is so funny. <laughs> he really is. Oh. Um, he was from Matt. Was he from Matt TV? Oh, I think so. I think he was. Right? Damn. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee. Yes. yes. Bobby Lee is a very famous person. Very famous. He was on Matt TV. He's funny as yes. shit. Matt TV from 2001 to 2009. Oh my God. Wow. That dude's funny as hell. So anyways, he plays yeah. Carrie's ex-co-host. Um, but his mm-hmm. wife, he's married to a black designer mm-hmm. named Smoke, 
who mm-hmm. is designing <laughs> Carrie's Met Gala dress. Um, mm. So that's what's going on with her. Kay, uh, Charlotte, she's getting ready for Met Gala, trying to get her week and stuff together. Um, mm-hmm. Her kids inform her that Harry thinks he's going. This yeah. is news to Charlotte. Because <laughs> she did not invite <laughs> yeah. Harry to nobody's Met Gala. <laughs> But he's all hype. He didn't go to his prom. Yeah. He's ready to meet Rihanna. Yeah. That was kind of yeah. funny. It was. <laughs> that would be it was. every plus Harry. one man who's like, oh, Rihanna's going to be there. Like, yes. <laughs> that's all they know about the yeah. Met Gala. That's, yep. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like Harry would be confused and also would be brushed off for Anthony in their everyday life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. Now, Carrie, at her podcast, Sex in the City, mm. um, a mm-hmm. listener asks, how and when should you know mm-hmm. when something, a situationship is turning from casual to, mm-hmm. like, relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, Carrie's advice was not given a lot. So we're going to have to tackle this question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All she said was, there's a moment when he steps out of his patterns and signals that he's looking more looking for more than just sex yeah yeah not given much but uh what yeah, do you think I mean, what do you think i thought that was good advice though i'm not even yeah i mean i thought that was good advice but niggas be lying for pussy though that's the thing <laughs> so they'll tell you like oh yeah no i really like you i really this i really that just to fuck you for another week mm-hmm. until they can get somebody new mm-hmm. off of an app mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> like men be playing games like that so i don't know if that's actually that's very logical yeah but i don't know if that could actually be applied to real life real life yeah <laughs> which sucks that sucks because logically speaking mm-hmm. you would think if somebody says they're in love with you that that's what it they want to take it to a relationship right. and yeah. not yeah yeah i think you have to be like really really honest i think you have to say something if you if you wanted to move from casual to yeah yeah if you wanted mm-hmm. to move yeah where's this heading is it yep. heading towards what I want it to be or no? Yep. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Because if we want different things, we should stop bumping uglies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I, I agree with that. I agree with Carrie's statement as well. I think maybe I was mm-hmm. looking for her to give us like some more examples. Like when she says the pattern, mm. patterns change. Like what is the pattern? I think, mm. I think if a guy, if your pattern is y'all just meet up at night and Mm -hmm. you know you see each other after the hours of 9 p.m like exclusively Mm -hmm. and now Mm -hmm. suddenly Mm -hmm. he's trying to invite you to brunch or suddenly you know my Mm -hmm. friends were doing a group hang at the park want to come like when it starts to turn into like daytime activities and like he's giving up his weekend days for you Mm -hmm. and he's taking he's spending Mm, money yeah he's he's spending money we're going he's buying gifts he's taking you out to dinner um mm-hmm. he's showing you to your mm-hmm. friends his friends i think definitely <clears throat> maybe something's going on in his head that i want more from this relationship yeah. with this person um yeah. i think also if he starts um which again guys can say a lot of shit people mm-hmm. do and say a lot all yeah, lies. yeah but yeah <laughs> if they start really opening up telling you about vulnerable ass shit past traumas mm. da, 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 then clearly they're developing some type of trust in you Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and so maybe they're looking for more than just sex from you now they're looking for some type of emotional companionship or emotional support yeah, in a way like attachment of mm-hmm, some kind of way right mm-hmm. yeah yeah true. but nonetheless conversations still needs to be had so yeah mm-hmm. yeah 
Um, anyways, so mm-hmm. after the episode Carrie films, um, mm-hmm. records, Franklin, her producer, invites mm-hmm. her to a friend's rooftop party. So a group hang. Mm-hmm. He invites her to a group mm-hmm. hang mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Tuesday. They usually only hang out on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. So she's like, what Thursdays. Yep. So Carrie calls Che mm-hmm. um in LA to try to get some tea mm-hmm. on Franklin. What do what do I need to know? Mm-hmm. What do you think? And mm-hmm. this scene to me was so how bad. I'm giving this friend Becky of the week to whoever wrote this scene. Oh, <laughs> this everybody who approved it, who Michael approved Patrick it. Star. Yeah. This fluffy, nonsensical mess. So Carrie <laughs> calls Che to get tea on Franklin. The whole scene mm-hmm. is basically Miranda playing around with like strap-ons and trying different mm-hmm. strap-ons and all of this kind of like for comedic relief, I guess, while Che is on the phone with Carrie. I'm thinking mm-hmm, that's what the mm-hmm. purpose of the scene is, because why else is Miranda doing this? Yeah. And so yeah. at the end of the scene, Che gives Carrie no intel on Franklin. And then I'm sitting here like, so the whole point of the scene <laughs> was basically for us to laugh as Miranda tried on strap-ons. That was literally the purpose of the scene, because Carrie called for something that she didn't get. So we were just watching Miranda try on strap-ons and we were supposed to laugh. That's that's <laughs> it? <laughs> that's what I'm supposed to laugh at? That? That's it. And I will I will say, I I don't love centralizing men in anything, right? But mm-hmm. we do not have to devalue men as a species in order to include diversity. Hmm. So then Mexican non-binary person didn't have to say over the phone. He's a man, so I really don't know. I couldn't tell you. You know men. That is what she said. Yeah, that's true. You, <laughs> you don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Men have emotions. Men have feelings. Mm-hmm. Men are, are expressive. Mm-hmm. And men are allowed to be expressive. Mm-hmm. We do not have to stomp on men's emotional intelligence mm-hmm. in order to include diversity. Mm-hmm. Particularly- this is why we needed Steve. Anyway, <laughs> <go ahead>. Sorry. <laughs> That's so true. Particularly with this character, Franklin, who is like her podcast producer. Yeah. It's like they're trying to write him off already as like, like, you know, nonsense. Like just. Just a dick. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. he seems like a perfectly nice guy. Like why, why are we yeah, giving true. his character more weight? Why are we making him yeah. so flat? Like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that happened. Um <laughs> that's it guys um yeah <laughs> later we see che she goes to do or they go to do stand up um uh-huh. and miranda ooh, ooh. surprises them afterwards even though they told her not mm-hmm. to come um mm-hmm. and they kind of rebuff miranda and is like i'm at work so miranda's like feeling mm-hmm. some type of way now um mm-hmm. and the next day miranda confronts che um and just calls out how they've been acting very weird with her lately and mm-hmm. Che replies that they're on a diet, and the- with a lip quiver, mm-hmm. with a whip quiver, about to get emotional. Says the costume department told them that they have to lose weight, mm-hmm. and that explains why. And <laughs> I don't want you to think of me as this person that I let this still get to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "There's so much in there. Who's that person? What got to you?" What do you mean still? 
Can we explain some things or no? No, we don't have time. We're not going to explain. Yeah. (laughs) We don't have time. Let's just order a pizza. Yeah, move on. (laughs) What were they, what are they trying to do with that character? I don't, I was not expecting that response. And then they did nothing. And then they just cut to something else. And then we never got back to it. I was like, wait, what? So we're going to bring up like maybe past trauma with body issues and yes, diet culture, yes, but we're not going to like talk yes, about it at give all. Give it to me. Yes. Nothing. Was, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Next scene. Like we just kind of like bulldoze through. So weird. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah. Anyways, Seema, the real estate mm-hmm. agent, she mm-hmm. wakes up after a night with her boo thing, who's like this nightclub mm-hmm. owner. Um, mm-hmm. And he says his son will be in town next week and he wants her to meet him for lunch on Monday, mm-hmm. which happens mm-hmm. to be the same day as the Met. The Met. Sorry. Sorry to your son. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going. What? <laughs> yeah. What? I barely know you. I barely know you. And I'm not missing the Met gala when your son could fly out another weekend. Sorry. Yeah. I will yeah. f- I will pay well, for his flight out. We can fly to go see yeah, him. That's what I'm saying. How about that? Yeah, I'll fly to go see him. Yeah. Ain't no way. Yeah. Oh nope. my god. Um she also says she's gonna meet his ex-wife as well. So mm-hmm. she's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um now Charlotte, she's her drama is Harry or Anthony. Who am I bringing to the yeah. Mets? Um yeah. another like very easy toss-up for me. Obviously, Anthony. What? Yeah. <laughs> 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 You're bringing Anthony, right? We mean Harry's yeah. coming. No, <laughs> God. Um. So we then see Naya, Professor Naya Wallace. She goes mm-hmm. out to dinner. She takes Miranda's advice. She goes out to dinner by yeah. herself, sort yeah. of being at home and sulking. Mm-hmm. Um, and goes out and gets dinner at a bar, and she meets mm-hmm. Toussaint, who this Who's that guy that guy this, this actor guy <laughs> this guy. Yes. It's either him or Michael Ely. And one or like of them. The light skin. Yes. Light skin with the light <laughs> eyes. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what this man's name is. Me either. He's been working my whole life. My whole life. <laughs> looking just like that. He don't even really age. Yes, like, he doesn't. Oh my God. Oh, man. So she meets him at the bar. Yeah, and yeah. he's hit, you know hitting on her but she tells him that she's married and he respects mm-hmm. and leaves but she's kind of like looking at him like longingly mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. maybe that's a thing to come um and then later at home naya she's a little sauced up now she got some drinks in her mm-hmm. she decides mm-hmm. to put on a little lingerie and calls her husband on facetime he, remember he's on mm-hmm. tour Calls mm-hmm. her, then you know they're trying to have a little, you know, sexy time or whatever. And mm-hmm. she discovers quickly that he's not alone in his hotel room. Nope, mm-hmm. he's there with some backup singer, with Tori Kelly, <laughs> Tori yeah. Kelly, some white chick <laughs> backup singer for his whatever yeah. band, and yeah. talking about they're writing songs mm-hmm. at nine thirty at night in his hotel room. I would die. I would yeah. kill someone. Yeah. Yeah, I'm flying. Mm-mm, that's crazy. Catch me on this red eye, nigga. Right. What the fuck you mean? You writing songs? What? And why does it have to be in your hotel room, though? Like, it don't. Hotels have lobbies. That's what I'm saying. There's lobbies, <laughs> there's business centers, there's yeah, conference no rooms. That's true. You yes. can get a little, you could sign out a little room. Why does it have to be in your hotel room, yeah. though? 
And don't they have recording studios that are open like 24-7? That too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So whatever city you're in, you can't find a recording studio, go rent the space and hang out. You got to be in your hotel room. Mm-mm. Where they do that at? That's crazy. I do not know. Yeah. Please email anybody. Two buckles at gmail.com. Literally. If you are a musician, <laughs> you are a background set, like you've yeah. done this and it's like this yes. is the thing that ha- late night everybody just goes back to each other's rooms yeah. and works and it's purely creative. Like it's just creativity yeah. and yeah. Nothing, you know, else happens. But I don't know. Sounds How could it not? How though? could it what are you not? writing about? You're writing about love, generally love. What are more we most people? Yeah, more than love. likely you're writing about love, and you're yeah. strumming along, and you're singing your little tune, <laughs> and you're looking into the eyes of probably a good-looking person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I can't imagine you. You're gonna feel things. And there's a yeah. bed. I'm sitting on the bed. Actually, there's a bed. A bed yo. right behind. Like, come on. <laughs> people are singing. They're talented. Yeah. So we'll see what this happens with that. Yeah. I was like, damn, does Alan Stone does does this? Doesn't do this kind of shit to his <laughs> wife, not. to the brown eyed girl. I know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so backup dancers or singers or whatever talk about we're just it's just creative. We're just creating music. I don't think he does. Oh, I think goodness. he has mamas singing in the back, and I think he, he has does. an all male band. Yeah. I don't even think he fuck around with this kind of <laughs> shit. I don't think he even rolls a dice. <laughs> I never even thought about that. If you look at the makeup of some male singers' bands, oh, I yeah, wonder how much bands. the wife had oh. influence on Because <laughs> you write Alan Stone, all the singers, and some mamas, some auntie mamas, yeah. and some strong voices. Yep. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. it's like other dudes and shit in the band. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Met Gala time. This is very upsetting. Very very exciting. You didn't see a single designer. I was like, yeah. you couldn't get Isaac was Rocky to come well, back. Yeah, they had Lisa you know? and Valentino apparently. But where was Valentino? But it didn't. Like, yeah. if this was Sex in the City, <laughs> and it was it was like their uh, wardrobe department, I feel like they would have had a designer cameo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could have been nice. You know what yeah. I mean? I was waiting for like a, we're at the Prada headquarters, mm. we're at the blah 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 headquarters, we're Vera Wang. Mm-hmm. She'll do anything. You know? Right. Yeah. Where, where was she? Oh, Don't know. <laughs> Don't know. Um, so yeah, we'll get to the fits in a second. But mm, mm. Carrie, remember her dress is being made by Storm. Yes. Young up and coming designer. Young up and coming designer. Love to see it. Mm-hmm. But she had issues with her seamstress and so the dress isn't ready. Yep. So she's bringing yep. over basically fabric and spools of thread and, and singer. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> RuPaul's track. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to stitch a Met Gala dress okay. tonight. It's about to pull a. Oh my uh, god! Oh, what's this girl's name? Oh my god! Ooh. Who just won All Stars? What is her oh. name? Jinx. About to pull a Jinx, Jinx and glue a hot glue <laughs> a dress together. <laughs> oh my god! A mess. Oh, okay, I have a quick side note. Do you remember that show yes. Nate and I watched? I told you about called The Come Up. It was on Hulu. It was like these young, early twenties queer kids in Lower Manhattan, 
a reality yes. show. Yes. And we're just seeing yes. them yes. live their life and they're one's a model, mm-hmm. one's a photographer, one's a this, one's a that. Um, one of the one of the guys is this young black designer. His name's Taufik. Um, oh, so he was oh, one of the fabulous. I know. He's one of the featured people in the show, and he's, you know, a really talented, you know, designer, a fashion yeah. designer. He dressed two people for the Met Gala and they showed it on really? the show, like his whole process. Oh my God. It was really cool. Cool. So he dressed, I'm going to mess up her name. She's from Black Panther, Danae Guerrero, oh, okay. I think her name is. Oh, Danae Guerrero. Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. That's a famous person. Mm-hmm. Wow. He dressed her. Okay. We didn't really see her on the show, though, but then he also dressed Evan Mock. Who's a actor? Um, If you look him up, you'll recognize him. I don't know what he's. Yeah, I may recognize him. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they show his whole process of like sketching everything out, doing the fittings or whatever. And he ran into this issue actually, (gasps) where the day of Met Gala, he is running around Lower Manhattan like (laughs) in taxi cabs, going back and forth to the seamstress because the shit wasn't fitted right or whatever. And he literally was working until the last minute and is like yeah. paying shit out of pocket. Like a lot of this, they're just paying on their own and yeah. just hoping yeah. they get good press or whatever at the Met Gala mm-hmm. and opens opportunities. But he's like hemorrhaging credit card. Him and his girlfriend, who's like his creative <laughs> oh director, they're like hemorrhaging yeah, credit cards yeah. and like paying for shit and running back and forth. These little like oh, Chinatown no. seamstress who's like whipping shit up last minute for yeah. these dresses yep. and Yep. running back to style evan and then you see him like you see evan on the red carpet later like he made it and then mm. he's like oh my god i did it um but yeah. yeah just a quick side note the come up great show loved it yeah i don't know if it's coming back but it was a cute little show about just like the youth of new york city just running around yeah. downtown being creative and queer and fun <laughs> cool <laughs> so cool <laughs> Um, anyway, so yeah, Carrie's dealing with that. She's about to be hot glued into this dress and marching down the red carpet. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, we also see Carrie talking with Franklin and telling him that she changed her mind. She doesn't want to go to the rooftop. Um, mm-hmm. and she just mm-hmm. really wants to keep it to sex on Thursdays and that's it. Yep. And yep. I'd like that yep. for her. Just like putting her foot down. Like, sorry, you're cute and all. And I'm sure you'd be a wonderful husband eventually, but I'm not ready for that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we see Seema. So uh-huh. Seema is allegedly not going to the Met Gala, which is the dumbest uh-huh. storyline I've was. ever fucking seen. And, she, <laughs> and <laughs> she's supposed to be like the new Samantha. Yeah. Like she's supposed to like kind of replace Samantha. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me tell you what Samantha would never motherfucking do. Go meet no man's child and miss out on a, no a party. Nope. <laughs> Hell no. Because her man asked her a question. What? Right. No. You better get taking these Instagram pictures, nigga. <laughs> what the fuck? So Seema's out with uh, the nightclub guy, the son, and his beautiful black ex-wife. Yeah, gorgeous. Every yeah. new character is black. Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh, 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 you know what I'm saying? Every uh-huh. new character is black or of color. Love to see these yep. people working. It's just Love very it. hilarious. <laughs> It is a joke. It is clownery. Oh my god! It's, just, yeah, it's yeah. over the top. It's just yeah, yeah. It feels very obvious, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we. She's out to lunch. Whatever. He goes to the bathroom or does something, and while he's away, she learns that he's still living at home with the ex-wife. With the wife. They're on different floors or whatever. Yeah. Rich people. Yeah. You know, they be living. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't yeah. know. And so she's like, oh, fuck this shit. This is messy as hell. Mm-hmm. And leaves. Mm-hmm. And as he's mm-hmm. leaving, he's like, you're such an American. It's like, the, in what country is this, like, normal? <laughs> like, I don't know. What do you <laughs> mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> and, like, we're in New York. Everybody lives with everybody. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's we know how hard it is. Yeah. It breaks off and then sure. you have a thing and then maybe you don't give it up and then maybe you do a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that like you're an american she's a new yorker i feel like she has a little bit more of an understanding mm-hmm. than they gave her credit for. yeah yeah that was stupid mm-hmm. yeah just ugh, just a stupid line yeah yeah um huh? but yeah weird i'm not dating anyone who's still living with their ex in the same place well, that, sounds that sounds really messy and i didn't know until we had and i didn't know her. exactly she told me right you didn't you tell didn't me, tell me. So deep down, you know this is funky. That's why you didn't tell me. <laughs> and you're going to yell at me talking about, you're not an American. So weird. This is normal. No, it's not. You also know it's not normal. That's why you didn't tell me. Like <laughs> Exactly. Please. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Let's talk about these Met Gala fits. Yeah. So the theme. <laughs> see my face. <laughs> the theme was veiled beauty. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, which feels, that feels like an authentic Megala theme, does. I think. Yeah. Ah, hmm. It feels more like a RuPaul's runway theme than a Megala theme. The theme tonight is veiled beauty. Extravaganza. I can hear it. <laughs> Extravaganza. <laughs> Lala Perusa. Yes. That's what it feels like, actually. Because I does. feel like a RuPaul on Drag Race, they do very, it's like the net, like, Nets, yes. sheer, yeah, veils. Yes, it's like yeah. they pick a fashion yeah. item or thing, and yeah. then you make something or out of it. Even just a fabric, yeah, like, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So veiled yeah. beauty. It feels more RuPaul than it does. The Met Met Gala yeah. is more like a. I mean, they've had some weird themes, but it always feels like a bigger yeah. moment, not just like a specific fashion like item to play on right yeah item right yeah yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah. so that already i was like what is this <laughs> <laughs> veiled beauty is a theme mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and these looks were just not they were certain. you know they weren't really hitting <laughs> they weren't the hitting way that i thought no. Yeah. So Lisa was in Valentino. She came out in this mm-hmm. giant like face mask that looked like yeah. giant eyelashes to me. Yeah, the feathers they on had, the like, ends. Like little red feathers on the ends of They're these like, flopping. eyelashes. <laughs> like giant yeah. eyelashes. Yeah. It's yeah. Odd. Um, yeah. And then the dress was like, you know, beautiful, red, flowy. Mm-hmm. But then the top mm-hmm. was like giving Bridgerton. <laughs> the top was giving Bridgerton. Yeah. Oh. Like that square cut umpire waist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> baby doll. Baby doll waist. Oh. Yeah. Empire waist with the square. And I was like, this is giving oh going to God. the ball at Bridgerton. That was this. Yeah. So yeah. wasn't a fan of that. Mm-hmm. Charlotte's outfit. Yo, yo, they gave her the ill we setup. Haven't given- <laughs> <laughs> setup. Why they couldn't have made her look like less of a Joker? She looked like the Joker. She did. She looked like I wrote down. She looked like Eliza Doolittle goes to the circus. <laughs> 
<laughs> for those who don't know, Liza Doolittle is a character from My Fair Lady. It's like my favorite musical. The fashions are amazing. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. why why yeah. give that outfit in these crazy circus colors? Yeah, she was giving ring leader. Yes. That's true. It was definitely giving circus. It was giving circus. Yeah. Oh, get yeah so that was her outfit harry was like complaining we're not running on the red carpet there's no rihanna so she kicks into the curve and now anthony gets to go Mm -hmm. um seema's outfit i thought this was the most horrendous because it was (laughs) so basic it was basic i thought this was so bad this shit was so bad it was was shiny it was a shiny lame gold fabric yeah. there was no veil to be seen so i don't even know where she, she got had like a one. hood on but it wasn't a veil she had a hood yeah. everything on it was shiny i want to say it was a jumpsuit i think so yeah it was like an all-in-one horrific <laughs> and then she had on a platform lame mm-hmm. shoe mm-hmm. yeah horrendous samantha would never yeah like we and then <sighs> Even when her social media slash hair and makeup team came out and they were like, we love you, we love you, we love mm-hmm. you. Even that was loose. Mm-hmm. I was like, who are these people? Who is this glam squad that is <laughs> touching her up on the street corner? Yeah. What are we, when have you ever seen that? What? <laughs> I mean, I've uh, we've seen this before, but those people, like those people are the same people who have the merch. Like how Flo Florence Pugh had. Remember when she had that merch for her glam team? Oh, Miss Flo. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, yes. When Olivia Wilde Mm -hmm, was like yelling at her, and she was like Miss Flo, Mm -hmm. and then they all had merch. Was like Miss Flo Ah! on it, fucking fire. Okay. (laughs) But they have stuff like that, Mm -hmm. like little touches like Mm -hmm. that, are what makes this kind of thing a little bit more believable. Yeah, yeah. It was just like these people in black like glam squad quote unquote and wearing black touching her up with you know makeup or whatever yeah Yeah, that outfit was pretty whack like met gala that what that oof and then windsor yeah (laughs) windsor That like shiny like gold. That shiny fabric is always gives Windsor. Oh my god. And then last but not least, we have Carrie. Storm obviously didn't get this dress together. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) So Carrie had to dust off her wedding dress and that bird Mm -hmm. feather and Mm -hmm. head to the gala Mm -hmm. in that. Mm -hmm. And that was the Met Gala episode. I'm just emphasize that because these looks were disappointing. <laughs> yes. This was the Met. We've never seen a Met Gala episode out of this franchise. I know. I know. And you know they I mean? would have uh, like killed. They would have killed it in 1997 yes. right. or whatever. All yeah. four of the ladies. They would have yeah. had on the most iconic yeah. outfits of all time. Like, <laughs> yes. so we finally get yeah. our Sex and City Met Gala episode, and it was just yeah. not delivering. Mm-hmm. And that was the episode, my friends. That was it. <laughs> that was it. Yay. <laughs> so, Justine. Yeah. Did you learn yeah. anything watching this episode? Anything. Any relationship, you know what? dating, love, wisdom to take oh. away. I was going to say, Justine and Natasha need to be in the writing rooms for this <laughs> fucking show. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can help them uh, out quite a bit, I'd say. Seriously. 
Um, but I do think uh, we didn't have a discussion about it, but about the coworker mm-hmm. that you can have a relationship with. Yes. Can you keep casual. it casual? I do not think so. Right. As somebody who had a previous to this one, a work husband, that there was a lot of tension there. Oh. A lot. A lot. Okay. A lot, a lot, a lot. Um, mm. And it got really messy and like weird mm. because if you're, especially if you look at them, it's like one thing if you're on a different floor or some shit like that, but I was looking right at this nigga and he was looking right at me. Mm. And it just didn't work out without a, a commitment of like, listen, we're going to do this. We're in it. We're both in it. Mm-hmm. And we're in a partnership together. Right. Unless you're like that, then it, I don't think it, I think there's too much pressure on it. Yeah. Because you're with each other all the time. Did it get awkward? Or like what happened? Very. It gets awkward. Yeah. 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 It got real, real weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's my, <sighs> that's my <sighs> sentiment. <Sorry>. Like, <laughs> God's flooding Sorry. back. <laughs> Sorry. This is triggering you. Oh, no. We went to lunch one day, mm-hmm. and I guess his old work wife was sitting right there. Mm. Shout out to you, Eileen. Hey, girl. <laughs> and one of the other coworkers said, Oh, traded in for a new model? Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> hell no. Are you serious? This is where um, I had the HR lady was blind. Oh At God! Yeah, you told me about this. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah. Isn't that something? Not traded no, her. I am for me. Excuse me. New model. For I'm not this model. man's actual wife or girlfriend. Please. Or vehicle. Or vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> like, do not do that. Thank you. Oh my God. Yeah, that doesn't shock me. Yeah, that was my thought. Was like keeping. I Carrie. She's trying to keep it casual with Franklin. Mm-hmm. I don't know how mm-hmm. realistic that is. I feel like two two consenting adults can have something casual at work until one person, which I feel like inevitably does happen, is going to catch feelings and it's going to mm-hmm. get awkward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. particularly with like a work, because you spend so much time with your colleagues, you spend more time with so them than sometimes your own friends. Then yeah, or your own significant other outside it, yeah. of the job. Yeah. So I feel like it's almost inevitable. Please email mm-hmm. if you know otherwise. But I feel like it's almost inevitable that at least one of them is going to start to develop feelings. Right. Right. I feel like it just has to happen because you spend so much time together. You know what I mean? Yeah. But how do you keep yeah. it casual? I don't think I don't <clears> even know <throat> how that would be possible. A casual like situationship, like you're both like fucking each other. Yeah, you're maybe you just know? fucking, and then yeah, that's yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But then I'm seeing you every day. We're hanging out. We're talking. We're, you know, I feel like at some point, one person is going to catch feelings. And then mm-hmm, it's not going to mm-hmm. be casual anymore. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I personally, when I think about work, like, I want to be comfortable. You already deal with so much bullshit at work, politics mm. and weird bosses and, you know, sometimes racism sometimes sex like you're dealing with so much shit at work like i want to be as comfortable Mm -hmm. as i can be Mm -hmm. i don't want to i want to treat my work almost like my home like i want to be comfortable Mm -hmm. walking around my home 
I don't mm-hmm, want to be mm-hmm. walking through the hallways and I'm like seeing homeboy who now now he mm-hmm. likes me and I don't know what the fuck to do about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like I just feel like mm-hmm. that's a tricky one. But please email two black girls one rose please. at gmail.com. Yes. If you are currently having something casual at work, if you've had something mm-hmm. casual at work, like and you were able to just mm-hmm. keep things casual with a colleague. Right. You didn't end up marrying them. Yeah, you didn't end up marrying or now <laughs> sitting three years with yours. <laughs> like yes please how did you do it yeah. is it possible can mm-hmm. you keep things just sex like and not catch feelings mm-hmm. when you're working with someone like you're seeing them every day you know um mm-hmm. so yeah that's what i learned mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. this was fun i don't think i'm gonna keep watching but yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'll maybe tune into tiktok and see how the season went yeah. um yeah but yeah you know i love carrie and these ladies and tuning in but just a little disappointed yeah. with the writing i just i can't watch <clears throat> there's so much good quality tv that like I, it's hard for me to watch bad writing exactly really hard this is what i keep telling people they're like you don't give it a chance i don't have this kind of time, I, have this kind of time. I still haven't watched this session <laughs> you think i can waste time watching this <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> There's too many shows on the list. There's too much mm-hmm. otherwise yeah, yeah. that I, why am I sitting yeah. and watching bad writing? I just, I don't know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, it was so fun to tune in. Yeah, it was. And it was. chat a little bit. This was fun. This was fun. Yeah. Yes. Let us know what you guys mm-hmm. think. Uh, let mm-hmm. us know on Patreon, the comments, thoughts on the show. Are we missing something? What do you think mm-hmm. about the work yeah. husband thing and keeping casual? Yeah. We had a lot of email call outs. So, Please, the show gave us a lot to talk about. Let us know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash two mm-hmm. Rose. If you want to mm-hmm. hear us talking about the ultimatum or Roni and a bunch of other fun shit on Patreon. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, we'll be back next week. Sure will. Be back next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.